0: Oh boy. Are we live or what? Oh look out. Oh man. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the one and only Drew Zibley. Drew Drew on the beat on the uh, on the gram if you're interested. He's a northwestern. Uh, what are you guys? Huskies? Uh close for Wildcats. Wildcats. He's a goddamn wildcat, both in and out of school, ladies and gentlemen. 21. you 21, right? Nope, 20. 20. Okay, so not legal. I know for a fact you have drank alcohol. Uh, hopefully your parents don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, that's neither here nor there. So, um, good to have you on the uh, Angry MG podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you're paying attention, the podcast is called the Angry MG Podcast. I'm the host. My name is Mike Reeves. I'm the owner, operator, head coach, best coach in the world at Angry Mike's Gym, the home of CrossFit Angry MG. I have Drew Zibley on the line right now. Drew is uh, 20 years old, as we stated previously. He goes to, uh, North, is it Northwestern University?
1: Yeah, Northwestern University.
0: Yep. Northwestern University, um, and... He drew. How long have you been doing CrossFit?
1: Uh, oh boy, it will be four years in, on Labor Day, actually over Labor Day weekend. Four years on Labor Day.
0: So you started when you were sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the reason why I wanted to have Drew on the podcast um, is because I think he's got a very unique perspective that uh, we don't see very much. It's picked up in the last few years with the um, addition to the regionals and the open and the CrossFit games um, where teens are now uh, allowed. And obviously, Drew, you're not a teen anymore, but you can certainly speak to what some of these kids are going through in their, you know, their formative years, the 14, 15, uh, 16, 17, um, and kind of what CrossFit does for you. Um, Drew's a kid, and I'll just give you a little bit of background on what I know about Drew for anybody that's listening um, Drew's always been in, in good shape. I think I, uh, I I caught you when you were maybe a, a year or two in. Is that right? Whenever I started coaching at Steeltown? Uh, honestly, didn't you start in February? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure actually when I started. I, I know I started in, uh, I think, 2014 with Steeltown.
1: Then probably, you probably caught me in the first couple months.
0: First couple months. Oh, okay. yeah, because you were
1: so, to bust my head over
0: um, the first time. As I think about it, um drew was obviously a young kid at least at that time drew's and just so everybody knows drew's got this drew's head is it's one of the biggest heads that, <laughs> that will fit on on a on a teen's body not to mention somebody that's now 20 he's growing into it because he's a stud and he's in good shape and uh the rest of his body's catching up with his head but when i first met Drew, the first thing that i noticed was the size of this man's head and not only not only his head, but just the amount of hair that he had on top. And it's just a let's just talk about your hair for a second. It's feathery. It it kind of does its own thing. I, I'd say it's almost like it's got its own atmosphere, its own personality. It kinda knows what it wants to do, you know, day to day. Oh yeah. It's one of those haircuts that you really don't have to there's not a lot of planning involved because the hair really takes care of the brunt of the work for you. And it's as somebody who lost his the ability to grow uh shitload of hair quite some time ago. I'm I'm a huge fan of just just beautiful heads of hair and Drew, if if I could, I just want to let you know on the record that you've got a phenomenal head of hair.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, no problem. Okay, so back to back to the story. When I uh, in all seriousness, um I just remember Drew being this high school kid that uh seemed relatively outgoing. Um some of the coaches um at Steeltown told me he was kind of a know-it-all um you know he told him something he was like yeah i can do that or you know if you tried to give him some feedback on something he'd be like okay well that, that's what i was gonna do next or you know one of those people when you try to coach him up they're like oh well, i was thinking about that already yada 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 very cerebral mike very cerebral cerebral guys because once again going back to the size of that head <laughs> I, I mean, I I believe it, and you are cerebral. I mean, we'll get into that. I mean, the kid is fucking. Don't get me wrong. This, this guy's super smart, and he's gonna be way more important than I ever will be once he's uh, once he gets into his profession. But listen, Mike, you've helped hundreds of more people than
1: I have in my life so far. So yeah, but we'll, you, you know,
0: let you're gonna make way more money helping people. You're doing. I don't know. I, my guess is in you know seven to ten years, you're probably gonna know Elon Musk, and if not, he's gonna he's going to have at least seen your Instagram account and want your head of hair period. No matter what he's going to, he's going to be jealous of your head of hair uh, if not just your head size, but either way um, after, after getting to know drew a little bit, I, I, kind of, I kind of found that to be um, a little bit false. Um, and I think I've stated my opinions of CrossFit coaches in the past and the, I think they're well-documented on the podcast, but um Drew uh, was just a kid that was an athletic guy, um, and it was a little bit different for most people because there weren't that many young people in the gym. Um, was there anybody younger than you at Steeltown when you started? Uh, no. Oh, actually, so funny
1: story. The uh, one of my friends at the time, Abby, um, Abby Fish, she was like, "Oh, you should do CrossFit. It's cool." Like, she was she's you younger than me and okay we did our first like after i got through like the right start whatever it was at the time like the intro classes like we did one class together and then i didn't see her again like two weeks later I asked her, yo where you, where you been i've been you know hitting the gym like six days a week over here where you been and uh mm-hmm. she she was like oh i like tweaked my shoulder i can't do it anymore i'm like oh my goodness are you kidding me yeah love her to death though great person
0: so you had so you had somebody that was your age. So she was basically the only one in your age
1: bracket. Oh yeah. The next youngest is probably Natalie, and she's like what,
0: seven years older than me? Yeah. So by by the time I guess you met her, she was a solid, like young adult, right? Twenty two, twenty-three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Drew starting out in a and once again, this was twenty fourteen. So there were no teens division, no none of that stuff as far as the CrossFit games were concerned. They weren't they might they might have been trying to get more kids involved they probably were actually just to be honest but um their teens division and the uh the encouragement for younger people to get involved in crossfit was not there because even in 2014 they were still trying to build the brand and they were just trying to make crossfit legitimate as a fitness modality right
1: so, do crossfit
0: yeah, yeah. we're not a bunch of we're not a bunch of people running around you know hanging off of bars looking like fish out of water yada yada yada. they were they were still trying to establish credibility with I guess all the other different um types of fitness modalities out there like with um uh, personal like the personal training aspect like the NSCA and um some other I can't think of the acronyms right now but what they weren't doing was uh promoting kids in CrossFit and I won't say kids but young adults I'll say teens in CrossFit and so I wanted to have Drew on the podcast because he's got a very unique perspective on what that's like, because somebody like me, I didn't have that opportunity. I was too old by the time I got into CrossFit. I was 27. Um, and as I look back on it as a high school athlete, college athlete, I think, man, what What a, uh, just a a head start you had in your life to be able to understand, appreciate, and employ fitness as a part of your daily life. And what I want, I want you to, to at least speak on a little bit is how you think that shaped you from the time that you walked into the CrossFit gym the first time to now. What do you think CrossFit has done for you personally, athletically, now that you're somebody that's in college? Because I have my own take on it, and I'll share that with you after you talk about it. But what do you think CrossFit's done for you since you walked into Steel Town in 2014? Okay. So, first of all, let me tell you what it hasn't
1: done for me. It hasn't taught me what a bro rep was. All right? I never learned what a bro rep was. I didn't learn how to bench. I didn't learn what a bicep curl was either, man. And that really just ticked me off.
0: Okay, but outside
1: of that, what it did
0: to you... You shut your mouth. You don't come on this podcast and start dissing the fact that you weren't taught bro reps, okay? Because I've been a coach for a long time, and that's all I preach, brother, is bicep curls. That's None of this is true. I apologize. Go ahead. (laughs) You're good. Um, No,
1: but what it taught me, it taught me, like, discipline. So, like, I... Um, through like middle school, early high school, like you know, I was a decently athletic guy. You're giving me more credit than I probably probably deserve, to be honest.
0: You know, I had some friends. well, I'm talking about in, in generalities, right? I mean, high school athletes are the minority, right? Think about how many people were at your high school. But the majority weren't athletes, right? That's true. So right in right right at the, right from the beginning, just being an athlete in high school, even in grade school. I mean, I would say maybe more people the younger, like because it's one of those. You know, everybody can participate. Little league, um, Pop Warner football. You know, there's there's very little, there's very little cutting small kids. Now, as you get older, right, you do have to make teams. Right. So the fact that you were a high school athlete does put you in the minority. So that's my perspective on it. But go ahead. Anyway, um, it,
1: what like CrossFit brought was was like a sense of like discipline and like commitment to like a fitness like. Regimen of some sort, and um, because I had never like lifted in like traditional like Y or la Fitness or Gold's Gym or we you know whatever you want to any your traditional yeah. gyms, and so I really didn't have like any set routine or anything. I just kind of played sports, and you know that was it. That was the end all be all. But sure, um, one of the actually one of the things I really like appreciate of for CrossFit was it really changed my attitude towards like food. Um, I (laughs) viewed food and, um, I just started doing more research too into fitness. So, um, like break that down a little bit first. So, um, like going into like high school, I was probably like, I was in the 96 percentile in weight. And now I've come to realize (laughs) that that for like my height and age and whatever, but I've come to realize that that honestly doesn't mean shit. But uh, at the end of the day, like, I was in the doctor's office. He's like, you're borderline obese. You are obese, essentially.
0: <laughs> if you guys have ever seen Drew at, at no time, at, in, no, in no way, shape, or form, would any, would any normal, rational human being other than a doctor who's been fed bullshit information about BMI, height, weight, body weight correlation would ever suggest that drew has been or is or will be obese what do you weigh right now drew? uh probably about a buck 70 okay so just let me break that down for you so a buck seven drew's a buck 70 how tall are you five five eight five, eight, five, five nine eight. five eight so not a not a overly big guy but if you see drew drew's pretty well put together i mean you have a solid V taper. You got big shoulders. You look like you're in shape, not afraid to take your shirt off. Um, that's just the old school way of thinking. Um, and CrossFit, I think, has done a really good job uh, about trying to turn those tides about body weight in relationship to fitness and wellness. Because um, when you think about somebody that's 5'8", 170, you don't think oh, that's that that guy's not intimidating, not not going to scare me if I walk if, I, if if I'm in the same room as it. Until you're in the room with somebody who's. Let me let me let me give you an example, right? Um, let's just talk about NFL running backs. Oh boy! I mean, you want to talk about somebody that's 5'8", 190. eight one ninety? We're looking at, I don't know, five eight one ninety. Who's 5'8", 190? I mean Ezekiel Elliott's five, uh, six foot tall, two o five, right? Something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, he's a behemoth, and he's a and he's a monster. Oh yeah. Right? And and then you got other guys that are a little bit smaller. Um, I'm trying to think of running backs that I can name, but you don't think about like Saquon Barkley. Yeah. This is a oh. it's a different example. Obviously, you're not Saquon Barkley. Oh, but I can't
1: power clean four hundred and five pounds now. Yeah.
0: But he's five nine, one, or maybe he's six foot tall. I'm not sure what the combine said. Six feet. He's like two thirty. Um, who runs as fast as a running back. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you might think, like, just hearing 5'8", 170, you're like, ah, oh, not, not that cool. But when you look at Drew, Drew looks like, like, when, when people see you, you're one of those people that they'll look at and be like, oh, he's 190. He's probably 185, 5'8", 185. You're like, no, bro. Shredded as fuck, 170. Uh, uh, and they're like, whoa, 170. It's because you don't have a lot of fat. It's because most of your body weight, I mean, I don't know what your body fat percentage is, but most of your body weight is muscle. And I think you can attribute a lot of that to CrossFitting since you were 16. Yeah, and also, you know, you know plug
1: for your nutrition, but uh, you know, you had your little nutrition plan that got me on the right track.
0: Well, yeah, just a yeah as a guide, right? Because you're smart enough to figure out what to do, when to do it, how to do it. Um, and for the most part, just uh, keeping like those macros. Like the macros aren't the end all, be all, but when you start to understand how much you need. Um, in a general sense, on a yeah. daily basis, you can really start to hone in on you know how how your body 's going to look after a certain amount of time, whether or not you 're eating too much of one or the other, and then how that either affects how you feel and/ or perform, and how you look and so somebody like you that was younger when you got into it, you were able to once again, I think I said this before get a head start into developing a more sound idea of how to navigate your nutrition as well as your fitness because of the experience that CrossFit gave you. Oh, without a doubt.
1: It also, the one thing I do wish I had is I wish like some of those coaches early on would have taken me like under their wing a little bit more because so, you know, I'm sitting in the doctor's office. and He's telling me I'm obese Like, that's, you know, that scares the shit out of me as a little kid. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be obese. Um, Right. And so, like, I transitioned from whatever I was doing to eating maybe 800 calories a day, which Mm -hmm. is awful. And yeah. uh, For an athlete, for sure. Right. And then, you know, a coach not to be named early on was like, you should cut out, like, you know, all your grains and starches from your, like, all the bread and pasta from your diet. At this yeah. point, I'm not, like, I'm not eating that much food. And it, like, what? What? Right. So I
0: was. <laughs> yeah, but I was but of, you don't know any different. I was done in skinny right? and bones. You think this, this person supposed to be uh, in, a, in a position of authority and intelligence. And as somebody who's 16, 17, 18, I mean, I try to, uh, we all like to think, we think based on where we are, right? It's all context, right? So I like to think when I was 18, I was just as smart as I am now. Because that's the only way I can think about it. But the reality is I was a fucking retard compared to who I am now. And not in the sense that I was, um, you know, unintelligent, but I was just inexperienced. And I think that's kind of what you mean by, you know, you wish you had other people telling you that, you know, this wasn't the way that somebody else was telling you. Like the doctor thing wouldn't have scared you as much if you had somebody that was in your life or a coach at a gym saying – you're not obese, brother. You're just athletic, and they'll, you know, it'll catch up. You right. Know what I mean, people will start to catch up. Right. So
1: I just wish somebody was like, just up your protein, you know, keep the carbs, you know, within reason, and then yeah, you know, and then from there you'll, you know, mature and develop. You'll grow into your body, and you no, know, it'll be you know
0: all fine and dandy. Yeah. Let me ask you this. This is a hypothetical. I want you to think about this and I want you to try to answer as honestly as you can, right? Because you said you weren't, you didn't do any, you weren't into, or I don't want to say you weren't into it, but you didn't lift or do any of the, you know, LA Fitness, Globo Gym type working out before you got into CrossFit. So I want you to. Maybe like
1: three workouts, to be like honest. Like maybe like three workouts.
0: Okay. So I want you to think about what what do you think life would be like today? if you hadn't been
1: introduced to CrossFit? Um, so I'd probably still be like working out. Um, mm-hmm. I'd probably be bored. I probably would have benched a lot more than I do now. For sure. Undoubtedly. Probably would have curled more than I do now. Guaranteed. Um, but I also would have had probably like a healthy, like an unhealthy obsession with, you know, my body fat percentage, like the weight on the scale, um, yeah, you know stuff like that, and you know it's like sometimes it's guys it's like a stigma around it, like you know, you know you're manly and you you can't like be worried about that, but guys have like self image problems all the time, and I yeah, and I probably would have had maybe not an awful one, but definitely to some degree would have
0: had that problem. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think really what it does for younger men and women is it just gives them a a much healthier road to development oh that's
1: better body image
0: yeah and it just takes care of a lot of things like i i mean i i i can only imagine what it's like for somebody who hasn't had your path to you know go to college cuz a, a healthy a healthy self image is very important when you're talking about mm-hmm. branching out going to college trying to meet new people trying to fit in, trying to figure out where, where you fit in, um, having the confidence to approach, you know, guys, let alone women and feel comfortable in a group setting. You know, I think you're in a position where it doesn't matter what you do while you're at college right now, because you've got the confidence that at the very least, I know I look good. I know I feel good. I look good. And you know, regardless of any situation I might be put in socially while I'm in college, I think I'm going to feel pretty good because I have that self confidence that CrossFit allowed me to build since I was 16 years oh, old. Oh
1: yeah, talk about feeling good too! Like it just—it's such like a a mood booster working like working out. And I know I'm sure you get this with many modalities of fitness, but having the consistency in going like you know five days a week, even when I'm like. In some of my most busiest times in school, it still is such like a it it levels you out. You know, I don't stress as much
0: as some other kids. Yep, yeah, I hear that. Um, And part of that is the just the relationship with food, right? You talk about a lot of stress eating, and who knows what a lot of kids are doing at, at college. I mean, I remember when I was in college, I just fucking like, I just ate like, you know, I go to the grocery store, and if if I had food in my room, it wasn't good. It wasn't good for me. I'd get like the – anything you can cook in a microwave. It's probably not the best option for you. So, some sort of TV dinner, the 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 mac and cheese, you know what I mean, like that you can boil the noodles and then just spread the cheese on it. Just quick, fast, in a hurry, like ramen noodles. Like, you know, shout out to ramen noodles. I'm not hating. Love you. Um, but ramen noodles probably shouldn't be a staple in your diet. Um and I think CrossFit is helping, like you said earlier, with the nutrition for a lot of people. But, like, it gives, and, and this is the point, younger, you know, adults, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19-year-olds, a much better idea of how to hold themselves accountable, I guess, is, is one way to say it. But make better decisions um, once they're faced with those, you know, choices on what to eat somebody like you that's been doing it for a while because you're not only are you doing it yourself, but you're around people who are like-minded at a CrossFit gym for the most part. Right. right. You're around people who want to eat well, who want to perform well, who want to look good with their shirt off. we got plenty of people at our gym that, that love to take their shirt off.
1: You know oh, what yeah. I mean?
0: As soon as they even sniff, as soon as they even sniff a little bit of sweat, that shirt's just too heavy and holding them back. Can't go as fast with a shirt on, bro. Gotta take it off. And that's okay, um, but you don't see everybody doing that, right. you know?
1: No, I agree. I agree
0: 100%. Here is – I'm gonna switch gears here a little bit. Uh, I'm tell Tell a little story here. This is – Drew is currently the only person I know who has – Hit himself in the head with a snatch (laughs) twice in the exact same spot on his forehead. Um, So, if we could switch gears and just talk about that. When was the first time you hit your head on a snatch? And when was the second time? And can you tell me how you hit yourself in the exact same spot? Yeah, sure. No problem. So, first time. um, I think you were actually coaching, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, you definitely did it once while I was there. I know yeah,
1: that. It, I think it was because the second time, I think I got there like before class or I was like open – I don't know what it was. But it was only the first time. It was like in January or something. Uh, yeah, it was January. Oh, that's right because I had just broken up with my my girlfriend a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. It's a heartache oh, story. it is and a headache. So – I I'd never snatched before. I don't know what's going on. And, and I think one of your cues is, you know, pull it. Just keep it closer to your body. You know, don't, don't let it come away from you because I was letting the bar come away from you a little bit. And okay. next thing you know, I'm looking at the bar as I pull it up. And I decided I don't want yeah. to move my head out of the way. So it clongs yeah, me. Yeah, definitely not. It conks me right in the middle of the forehead. And uh, nine stitches later and a golf ball on my forehead. Uh, right. You know, I'm all
0: sewed up and ready to go. Right. You got to remember, guys, anybody that's listening out there, we already established Drew's got an oversized head. So it's not necessarily a big target. Right? The head was just there. You know, we already talked about his hair kind of doing what it wants. I'm sure the hair had something to say about that. Like, we're tired of moving, all that stuff, and definitely hit himself in the head. And then, not to be outdone by the first try, you did it again. Right,
1: right, right. So this is about 13 months later. I want to say about March. And, um... You know, I was a little tentative. You know, my parents were yelling at me for that first time. Like, don't do that, whatever it was again. Like, crossfit's dangerous. Yep. Anyway, yep. Um, I do it again. I'm doing a, I'm doing a triple. I, was, I, I distinctly mm-hmm. remember it was a touch and go snatch triple. I was like, oh, I don't. It was a power snatch too. Tri- you know, triple power snatch, touch and go. And I'm like, oh, can I get one seventy five? I don't know. At that point, my snatch was like probably 200 pounds maybe 205 so this is like you know 85 percent touch and go power triple you know it's heavy relative um and i just didn't get under it and it kind of like brushed over you know know, i probably still had a little big bump there so it was sticking out Mm -hmm. and it just kind of like gave me a little brush burn and it popped it right open again i don't need to second time around
0: just a couple uh what stary strips or something like that and some glue maybe yeah. Either way it was just phenomenal. I remember coming in. I think Dylan, I was living with Dylan at the time or something like that. I just remember him telling me Drew hit himself in the head again. <laughs> just it's like <laughs> that's phenomenal. <laughs> that's phenomenal cuz it's uh, I mean it's like similar to a box jump. Like the first time you miss a box jump and shave your, you know, shin and give yourself a nice dent in the shin, you you know you're never going to do that. I I did like 3 times because like, all right. The pain is incredible. Like, the shin is just not something to mess with. (laughs) And, at least in my opinion, the forehead is not something to mess with either. But you decided that, well, we're going to give it a shot. We're going to give it a shot and just see how this old boy handles it. And, uh, I mean, mean, for what you're saying, it sounds like it handled it better the second time. But, either way, I just wanted to bring that up because you're the only man I know who has snatched and hit himself in the exact same spot on the forehead two times. I'm hoping I have to make it three. <laughs> yeah. Let's not do that. No. Um, so as we stated before, you're at Northwestern. I told you Drew's got a big head and there's a huge brain hiding in there somewhere. What, uh, what are you studying in college?
1: Um, I'm currently in neuroscience and economics major. Um, and I think I'm going to pick up a minor in chemistry, but that's to be determined.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, all that was Chinese. I'm I'm pretty sure, you know, Chinese and you said something in China in China language. So Drew's doing a whole bunch of cool shit. Basically, if I can just summarize what he just said, a a bunch of important, cool shit that you have to have a huge head and a big brain for. Um, so obviously an incredibly intelligent guy. Um, What uh you you uh you you enjoyed CrossFit at least enough um after doing it for a few years to you got your L one and now you're a coach out there. So what's that like? Yeah, uh it's great.
1: It's it's a huge transition, big transition from the athlete to the coach side. Um Mm -hmm. especially in the area where I'm at. It's an older, you know, a little bit of an older clientele. So, Mm -hmm. you know, here at our, you know, at Angry Mike's, like you know, they're older compared to me, but they're still like middle-aged people, right? Sure. Where I'm at, it's, there's some like, you know, a couple like graduate students, that age group, and then a lot of like older, kind of like borderline retirees type of uh, type of clientele. So yep. it really challenged like me early on and continues to finding new ways to like adapt movements to injuries, Sure. finding new scales, um, and then also relating to, uh, yeah, I, I,
0: I would say when you're dealing with especially somebody that that was your that's your age, it's it's got to be tough to, or maybe not tough, but it's it's definitely tougher to build credibility with somebody who might be forty or fifty years old because they they all, what they see when they look at you as a kid,
1: yeah, they right? if, if they, they look at you, you know, and
0: you're twenty years old and they're like, what what does this kid know that I don't know? Yeah, he's trying to teach me how to do a muscle up, like what? Right, you know. Um, So, I mean, that's, that's awesome. I I think you have a great personality for coaching and obviously you're an intelligent guy and you understand how to do this stuff. So I think it's, uh, it's good that you are a coach because I think that's going to help you, you know, for what you're going to eventually do for your life's work, whatever that is, whatever career that you, you know, end up, uh, end up pursuing. Um, But it's got to be, it's got to be a a unique dynamic, um, having to coach people that are significantly older than you and having to build that credibility, establish uh, the credibility with them so that somebody that might be twice your age will look at you as a teacher or somebody who's wiser than them, at least in this aspect um, <laughs> that we call CrossFit. Yeah. And it's, I'm, it's a daily
1: thing. I mean, I'll, I'll go back uh, to school, start up coaching again. I think uh, by that time, I hope we're in our new facility. Our owners just, uh, you know, we just, bought a new place so we're moving into it i think the summer yeah we were
0: there but um like what's uh what's the name of the gym uh crossfit e-town crossfit e-town shout out to crossfit e-town and uh evanston, you guys out just outside of chicago evanston illinois evanston illinois shout out to evanston um thanks for listening none of you but, I'll uh, get him to tune in.
1: Don't worry.
0: Hopefully once, uh, once you get back there and, and tell him you're a, a web liberty on a podcast, that's uh, marginally known. I think I have like seven or eight followers. Um, should be a nice little listen. Um, what, what are your plans? Uh, do you have any athletic plans, uh, like for CrossFit? Are you building towards anything? Would you like to be a regionals athlete? Would you like to pursue that? I mean, I'm sure you do relatively well in the open each year. You're in good shape. You know, you, you move well, you're a strong kid. Um, Do you have any aspirations uh, for regionals or or is that something that's probably out of the question since, you know, you're a a big brain um, ninja turtle who who speaks a different language when you're talking about what you're going to do, you know, in college? Well, you know,
1: once upon a time, I did um, one, two, you know, when I was still a little uppity, little piece of crap. But uh, Mm -hmm.
0: you can say shit. I'm
1: good. Oh, (laughs) but um, anyway. No, because if you look at all the regionals athletes, you could point to just one. Right? Is it Julie
0: Foucher? The yeah, he's, yeah, right. She's the only one who's done it. Um, <laughs> who's who's a who was a doctor at the same time she was a regionals athlete or a yeah. games athlete? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, so the the I'm not a freak of nature. If I was a freak of nature, that might be different. But the re- the dedication it takes to be a regional athlete um and i don't even know if i'd have it in me to be honest but you know say i might it would still take like two two a days and you know several hours of training a day that i just with my current like lifestyle and um where i like want to be with my like career and things like that it's just not feasible so yeah it's it's more I do it for recreation to have fun to get stronger to live a healthier and longer life.
0: Um, so uh, repeat the go like rewind ten seconds and 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 re- repeat that. I think you cut out there. Okay. Um, I was just I was just
1: saying that I do CrossFit more for recreation. You know, to live a healthier, longer, lo- healthier and longer life. Yeah, and you know, just have fun with it. Um, stay and, in shape and feel good.
0: Yeah. You're, you're, um, so in addition to all that, you know, um, medical taekwondo that you're doing and chemistry jargon and big word after big word, minor and major stuff. You're also a frat boy. You're also in a frat out there. What, what frat are you in? (laughs) Phi Kappa Psi.
1: Say that one more time. Phi Kappa Psi.
0: Hmm. Something like that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what you just said, but he's in some fraternity at Northwestern. Um, and he's also a great guy. Um, so basically the gist is he's got a lot on his plate. The kid's doing well in CrossFit and school. Uh, he balances. What are you doing right now? You're interning right now in Pittsburgh. Where?
1: Uh, The Innovation Center at UPMC.
0: The Innovation Center at UPMC. Um, you know what I was doing when I was 20 playing baseball? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was, I was like, I was just trying to get laid. I think, (laughs) you know, And, and this guy's like, this guy's like, you know, he's number one, he's carrying around that head all day, which is just a, it's insane. Um, stuff that you know he's trying to get multiple degrees or whatever it is and masters and he's also in a frat and you're what what do they call it when you're in a fraternity are you an an officer
1: yeah i was an officer in my fraternity okay
0: and uh you know crossfit he coaches so i mean he's got a lot on his plate um and i i i think that in some small degree in, in, you know, in one way, shape or form, CrossFit, you know, helped allow you to either feel good enough, think clear enough, um, or just have the self-confidence to believe that you could take on a full schedule like that. Oh,
1: yeah. With that, I mean, it, it's, it's like a time management thing and a discipline thing. And especially with like food for a time when I was, you know, watching pretty closely what I ate it just it it teaches you the more things I feel like you can do as a young person in your developmental years to keep you, like, responsible in some way, shape, or form. I mean, hell, it could just be, like, a part-time job while you're in school. Something to just keep you from, you know, being with your thoughts and doing nothing after school and, like, extracurricularly. I, I think that's, like, one of the, like, more important things you can do. And to do it with, like, CrossFit in a way that's – you know, physically helping you mentally helping you probably emotionally helping you as well, or any fitness modality for that, for that matter. Um, doesn't have, for to be sure. Fit. It's, it's definitely my, you know, thing of choice, but there's, a, there's a lot of great ways to like stay in shape out there and you yeah, know, like there's no reason to like hate on one of them.
0: Yeah. I hear that. All right. Well, let's, uh, I guess we'll wrap it up there. Um, let's, uh, Want to thank you for for coming on the podcast, Drew. Appreciate it. I think it's a very unique perspective on uh, CrossFit itself.